Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, are you sitting down? Are you prepared? Strap in. This is going to be the longest injury update yet. But first, uh, I do need to notify you. I know you're looking at our at our podcast list and you're like, hey, you're missing an episode. I understand our uh, our week 12 preview part two, unfortunately, had some technical difficulties uh, and we decided not to upload it because I don't think we want to, you know, ruin your guys's ears for about an hour straight. So we'll we'll spare you that um, if you are wanting to keep up with the game that uh, that Bryant and I do every week where we predict the winners. Uh, we actually agreed on all the games this this week, which was very surprising. So we did a tiebreaker. Highest scoring game uh, wins it. Bryant picked first. He picked the Chargers and Buffalo Bills being the highest scoring game. I took a risk, picked the Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings. So now you're at least updated on that. Uh, so I'm going to go over all the injuries, the outs, the questionables, and the will play players. Uh, one more thing to note, the Ravens and Steelers game that was supposed to play Thursday that got moved to Sunday is now moved to Tuesday, if you follow me. So Steelers and Ravens will be pushed until Tuesday night. So we got another night of football. So that's really good. Um, what's not good is if you have a Ravens or Steelers on your team, you're probably really nervous right now. But I'll go over all that uh, when we get to those players. So we're going to start out. Uh, with the out players, so LaMichael L- L- P. Ryan from the Jets uh, got placed on the IR with a high ankle sprain. I know your people are hoping, you know, maybe Ty Johnson's going to get involved. Maybe they'll bring someone else up. No, it's going to be Frank Gore, right? Let's not kid ourselves. Adam Gase is going to play Frank Gore as the running back one. So Frank Gore has a little bit of value. If you've seen our waiver uh, pickups for the week, the article on our website, Frank Gore is on there. He's got the opportunity. Uh, he's not going to do great. It's a very high ceiling, or sorry, very low ceiling and a decently high floor. So you kind of know what you're going to expect out of Frank Gore, a low-end flex option. Uh, but that'll be for the remainder of the season, I, I predict. So uh, Todd Gurley, he is out Week 12 against the Raiders, which means Brian Hill will start against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. It's very unfortunate. Todd Gurley has kind of flown under the radar. He's had some decent games. I think he's like the 12th best running back this season. Uh, he, he won't play this week. It will be Brian Hill. So Brian Hill should be a, a flex start just based on the opportunity that he can get. Raiders have a decent rushing defense, uh, but Brian Hill could get some stuff done. Next up, John Brown is out once again uh, this week against the Chargers. This should have been a good matchup for John Brown. Um, but no, no John Brown again this week. Diggs should have a good game. Cole Beasley should be a start uh, big time because when John Brown is out, Cole Beasley usually does really well. So uh, yeah, start Cole Beasley. You know how much I love him. Next up, we'll head over to Chicago. Nick Foles will not be playing this week. It will be Mitch Trubisky uh, starting. I guess I should say Foles still has a chance to play. He's dealing with an injury, but they uh Matt Nagy said he's starting Trubisky um and you know there is a world where Nick Foles can come in if Trubisky sucks but really I expect Trubisky this entire game as they're gonna give Foles a rest for at least another week next up we got a big name player DJ Chark 
Uh, he's out with a rib injury week 12 against the Cleveland Browns. Now, Chark's ceiling was very limited when they switched to Mike Lennon as the starting quarterback. Um, and he was really the only player that I was confident in starting on this Jacksonville team's uh, receiving group. So now there's no one, even though Keelan Cole and LaVisca Chenault should have opportunity with uh, DJ Chark and Chris Conley both out. I don't trust Mike Lennon yet. I want to see what will happen first. If you really, really are running out of options, I guess Keelan Cole would be a very, very desperation flex as well as LaVisca Chenault. Um, I like Cole a little bit better, but I wouldn't recommend starting either of them. Next up, Tevin Coleman will not play again this week against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this really isn't too big of a shock. Um, I should mention Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson has been activated from the injured reserve, meaning that both of them have a chance of playing this week. Uh, so it's really going to be between McKinnon, Mostert, and Jeff Wilson. Now, I'll talk about Mostert in a little bit. If Mostert plays, you play him. If not, I don't want anything to do with this run game. Quick and easy. Moving on. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram are both out this week after uh, testing positive for COVID. Um, they, even though the game got postponed till Tuesday, I, I doubt that there's a chance that they're going to be taken off the list. So expect both of them to be out. Gus Edwards will take over as the number one. Uh, and then Justice Hill. Don't worry about that. Gus Edwards should be a a decent flex option. Just, again, opportunity-based. Um, he's he's done okay this season when he's split among Dobbins and Ingram. But now that both of them are out, Gus Edwards should actually have uh, some good opportunity. They are going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, however which is a very, very difficult matchup. If you don't know already, they're one of the best defenses in the league. So his ceiling is pretty capped there. I expect okay flex numbers out of Gus Edwards this week. All right, next up, heading into the questionable players, Adam Thielen, not expected to play this week against the Carolina Panthers. Now he had a positive test of COVID followed by a negative test. So it, it sounds like it was a false positive, but he's still on that COVID list. They they are needing to be careful because you don't want to play a guy who has COVID. That is just the worst thing you can do right now. Uh, so I doubt he's going to be playing. I doubt he's going to get cleared to play. So it should really be Ju uh, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson, man. Wow, what a week he's going to have if Thielen is out. This is going to be a closer game than most people think. I predict predicted it would be the highest scoring game this week and Justin Jefferson should lead the way no value in any other receivers yet no value in any other tight ends obviously Delvin Cook's in there as well but uh yeah no no uh no value except for Justin Jefferson in the receiving core next up Brandon Ayuk for the San Francisco 49ers he's still on that COVID list head coach Kyle Shanahan said uh he did not appear optimistic on Brandon Ayuk's chances to return this week so I would uh, I would lean more towards doubtful than questionable. If you do have Ayuk, you got to wait a week. He does play in the three o'clock games. Uh, it, I would I would look to, to bench him this week. He is going up against the best uh, secondary in the league, I guess, the best passing defense in the Los Angeles Rams. So even if Ayuk does play, it is a very tough matchup. Although last time Ayuk played the Rams, he had that awesome hurdle and a touchdown. Um, 
it's just everything's looking the wrong way for Ayuk this week. Bench him. He'll be ready next week. All right, next up, I'm going to stick uh, stick with San Fran. Raheem Mostert, like I talked about earlier, he's activated from the IR, which means he's questionable uh, against the Rams. Mostert is the type of player where if he does play, I would consider starting him. Now, it will be a split backfield, like it always is, and because he's coming off of a big injury, there I, I would expect a very limited game from him. So he's not going to perform like an RB1, RB2. He's going to perform more like a flex. So if Mostert is cleared to play, he should be a flex option. But because of his high ceiling, the opportunity that he has to put up RB1, RB2 numbers, he should be in your lineup this week if he does play. Uh, Next up, Lamar Jackson. Big news. uh, Tested positive for COVID on Thursday, which means he will miss this week's game. Now, he was supposed to miss this week's game. If it was played on Sunday, now that it's on Tuesday, there's a whole thing there. It's a doubtful thing. Actually, it's not even a doubtful thing. It's an out thing. There's no way he's going to be cleared. Uh, They're going to push for it, but it's not going to happen. So expect uh, Lamar Jackson to play week 13. Next up, Philip Rivers. He's been dealing with a toe injury this week. Uh, He didn't practice Wednesday. He got a limited session in Friday. If you have to start Philip Rivers in your league, that's very unfortunate. There's probably other players you can pick up instead of Phil Rivers. Um, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. There's not many. Cousins might put up better numbers. Teddy Bridgewater should put up better numbers. Um, my God, there's really not a lot. Holy cow. Derek Carr against Atlanta should be should be fine. Um, so I'm just trying to give you options because you really, really don't want to start Philip Rivers this week. Because even if he does play, which is questionable too. He's not really that good. <laughs> I mean, that's a little mean, but, you know, he really hasn't been the best performer. Uh, I had faith in him at the beginning of the season. Michael Pittman's stepping it up, but it's really the run game. That's what the, the strength of this Colts team. Next up, talked about the Atlanta Falcons. Hayden Hurst, the tight end. He's dealing with an ankle injury. He is questionable for week 12 against the Raiders. Uh, here's a fun fact about Hayden Hurst. He has the 10th most targets among tight ends this season. He has been a, a, a fringe top 10 tight end this season. He, he's gets a, he, he's kind of a big, I don't know. He's like a roller coaster of a player. He would put up like 20 points in one week. Next week he'll get zero targets. So, uh, I, I would put him at the tight end two category. I think I, I would take a risk on like, a like a Jimmy Graham over a Hayden Hurst this week. There's better players, like a Tunyon. Um, so I, I would say Hayden Hurst this week. We're going to stick with Atlanta, though. Julio Jones has a hamstring injury. He is questionable this week, again, against the Raiders. Um, he's really just a true question mark. Luckily, it is a noon game, so he should we should be able to know 90 minutes before game time. And uh, obviously, he's a stud. We always say start your studs if he is going to play. You start him. That's a no-brainer. So really, yeah, don't need to say much there. Christian McCaffrey, another big name. He is questionable this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Head coach Matt Rule for the Carolina Panthers says he is pessimistic that Christian McCaffrey will be able to play this week against Minnesota. I doubt they're going to play him. I wouldn't risk that if I was Carolina. You really don't want to rush him back into into the game if he's dealing with an injury. Uh, And this is a game that Carolina could win, so... 
Mike Davis, he'll have another great game. If you have Mike Davis, boy, you are lucky. He keeps uh keeps stepping it up when Christian McCaffrey's gone. So, yeah, another week of Mike Davis is is what it's looking like it's going to be. Next up, Giovanni Bernard. He's been dealing with that concussion. He's been filling in for Joe Mixon, who's been placed on the IR. Uh, Giovanni Bernard was missing practice because he was in concussion protocol. He did practice in full on Friday. Uh, he still needs to technically clear the league's protocol before kickoff, but it it, it should be uh, he should be good to go. I would put him more probable than doubtful here. Uh, it is a a I'm not gonna say a tough defense against the New York Giants, but this whole team is struggling now without Joe Burrow. I would lower my expectations. Uh, Bernard will still get points he still has value based on the opportunity and they are going up against a you know it, not an elite defense so i i would say a, a a high flex numbers for giovanni bernard no higher next up jerry judy for the denver broncos he's doing with an ankle and achilles injury he's going to be questionable this week against the new orleans saints unfortunately a lot of questionables this week which always sucks uh, so the entire Denver Broncos didn't practice on Friday, but Jerry Judy was listed on limited on the injury report that came out. Um, I, it is worth noting though, that Judy was dealing with the same injury a full week ago, and, uh, he still played 63% of the team snaps. Thank you to NFL.com, uh, for that stat line. So I expect Judy to play this week. I don't know if I would start him. I would keep my expectations low. They're going up up against a New York, uh, not New York, New Orleans defense, which is very good. Man, New Orleans is just a, a very good team, but the Broncos are going to have to throw it. So y- you could you could do worse than Jerry Judy this week. I I would say start Judy. I would say start Patrick Tim Patrick as well if you're forcing me for an answer. No Drew Lock though. Next up, Tua. Tagovailoa, Tungavailoa, Tagovailoa. It's one of those two. It uh, probably isn't one of those two. I can never pronounce his name, never will pronounce his name correctly just because I am bad with names. He does have a thumb injury on his throwing hand. He's questionable for this week against the Jets. Now, if he does play, it should be a good game, should be a bounce-back game for him going up against the worst team in the NFL in the New York Jets. Uh, He got some limited practice sessions in. I would say he's, again, more probable than doubtful. Uh, if he is not playing, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be uh, taking over, which Fitzpatrick might not actually be a bad stream option. I think either one of these quarterbacks should be a, a, a decent stream option for this week. All right, Zach Ertz. Hey, he's coming off of the IR. Uh, Eagles head coach Doug Peterson says he's trending in the right direction to play against the Seattle Seahawks this week. So they're optimistic that Zach Ertz can play. The issue is that he is a Sunday night game, uh, which is just unfortunate. Um, just because, you know, you, you want you want to know ahead of time. You want to prepare for when he doesn't. And I, I did say Sunday night game. It's actually the Monday night game. I got to correct myself there. So just because he's coming off of the injury, uh, I know he's got that extra day to heal, but I still would not start him this week. I would stick with whatever tight end you have to that to replace him with for at least this next week just to see. Because the worst thing you can do is 
just have faith that Ertz will play. And then come Monday night, he's out. He doesn't play. So you you really don't want to get screwed over like that. It's very unfortunate if he did play at, let's say, noon Sunday. Maybe I would give you different advice, but just because of the uh, the the Monday night game, I got to say no. All right, last person on the questionable list, Austin Eckler. Uh, head coach Anthony Lynn says Austin Eckler has a chance to play Week 12 against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's coming off of the IR. He's still on the IR currently dealing with that hamstring injury. So Anthony Lynn, he, he wasn't too confident that that Eckler would start. I would put him more doubtful than probable. Uh, I think they're going to go with another week of Kalen Balaj, even though Kalen Balaj is doing with an injury. It'll be that split between Balaj, Kelly, uh, and Pope. So I think this will be the last week with that. And then Austin Eckler should, uh, should be back as the the number one running back and uh, hopefully the only running back for this team. So let's cross our fingers for that. Another week without Eckler is what I expect. Um, after that, it should be all systems go. All right, moving on to the will play category, or I should say uh, more probable uh, Mark Andrews. He had uh, limited practice sessions midweek just because the game was pushed till Tuesday. He's got an extra two days to recover. He should be all good to go. He was most likely going to play when the game was on Sunday. He should be all systems go on Tuesday. Now it's going to be without Lamar Jackson. So it will be RG3. But luckily, a, a lot of quarterbacks like to depend on their tight ends, the big body guys. So Mark Andrews should be a locked and loaded starter. Next up, Chris Carson. Uh, he is probable to play. He was he got a full practice in Wednesday and limited in practice Thursday. I believe they just didn't want to push him too hard. Now, Pete Carroll said that Chris Carson will return week 12. Pete Carroll's a really optimistic guy, right? He he, he has a lot of faith that Carson will return this week. And uh, I, I'm going to agree with him. Carson is uh, he was questionable last week and I would put him as a a, a starter. So again, it's a it's the Monday night game. But I think Carson should be worth waiting for. Um, you really need to make sure, though, if you do have Chris Carson, really pick up Carlos Hyde if he if he's still available. Um, have a backup plan because it, in the off chance that Chris Carson doesn't play, Carlos Hyde should have a really good game. So uh, next up, Teddy Bridgewater. He was questionable midweek with a knee injury. He should be good to go this week against the Minnesota Vikings. A very good matchup revenge game if you will it's not really a revenge game it's more of a homecoming game uh but yeah it should be a very good game for him he's got a ton of weapons on this team going up against a very very poor uh defense now without McCaffrey I you know they're well I shouldn't say McCaffrey's officially out but with McCaffrey being questionable I can see them throwing the ball a lot more We've seen this game plan. Teddy's been that fringe quarterback one, quarterback two, depending on the matchup. He should be a quarterback one this week. Probably my favorite streamable quarterback for this week. All right, next up, Calvin Ridley was dealing with an injury earlier this week. He will play against the Raiders. Uh, he should have a ton of value. I obviously don't need to tell you to start him because he should be starting week in and week out. Uh, now, Julio Jones, earlier this episode, I talked about Jones being questionable. Ridley is only going to benefit from that. Um, so, yeah, he, he should be uh, very solid. 
Next up, Jarek McKinnon. He was injured uh, in practice earlier this week. He should be good to go. Uh, I wouldn't start McKinnon just with the off chance that Mostert comes back and Jeff Wilson. There's going to be a whole split between those three, and it's going to suck. It's not going to be fun. Plus, they're going up against the Rams, who have a very good defense. Don't start him there. David Montgomery is back. He cleared concussion protocol. He's going to be playing this week against Green Bay, which is the Sunday night game. Got that? Got it right that time. Um, I wouldn't start him. It might be a hot take. He's the running back one. He's got the opportunity. I wouldn't start him. There's no team that runs the ball less than the Chicago Bears. They're going up against Green Bay, who is a very exploitable defense. I would say they're more exploitable through the air rather than on the ground. So uh, it's a no for me for David Montgomery until he proves that he can actually put up a ton of numbers. Now, if you're desperate, I would put him no higher than a flex is all I'm saying. If If you really need to, he could be an okay flex, but you you can't depend on him putting up anything higher than that uh, for the rest of the season, honestly. All right, Robert Tunyon was injured earlier this week for the Green Bay Packers. He was uh had a couple limited practice sessions, but he should be good to go. He, he kind of has this thing. Most tight ends have this where they're they're questionable midweek all the way up to game day, and then they're fine. Then they usually play. So I wouldn't be worried about Robert Tunyon. Should be good to go. Uh, AJ Brown, he did miss, I think Wednesday's practice with a knee injury, but he is getting healthier. He's getting better. Uh, he should be locked and loaded against the Indianapolis Colts. Now it's a very, very tough defense. Uh, but if anyone can do it, it's AJ Brown, AJ Brown, man, what a beast. You see his touchdown last week. Ooh, oh my gosh. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, AJ Brown should start Debo Samuel. Uh, He was dealing with a hamstring injury, questionable midweek. He will play this week against the Los Angeles Rams. Now with Brandon Ayuk out, or most likely out, Devo Samuel should be really that that main role, Um, both in the, uh, he should be involved a little bit in the running game and a lot through the air. So Devo Samuel should be a flex option uh, and a flex option at best. No higher, no lower. Uh, Here's some good news, at least for me. Sam Darnold, he will start this week against the Miami Dolphins. It's good news for me because I'm a big James Crowder believer. If you do have Crowder on your team, uh, you know that he is terrible under Joe Flacco. With Sam Darnold back in the picture, Crowder should get a lot more targets because that is what Sam Darnold does. He boosts James Crowder's ability. uh, And I would say every other Jets receiver should trend down a little bit. Perriman, Mims, those two players did well under Flacco, but Crowder is really going to be the main guy. And last but not least, Kyler Murray. He was dealing with that shoulder injury uh, actually last game against the Seattle Seahawks. He was questionable in practice earlier in the week. He should be all good to go against the New England Patriots this week. Patriots, they're known for a very good defense, among other things, but usually they they have a very, very good defense, but not anymore. Patriots are really slacking now. They are mid-tier, mid-table in in passing yards per game. And Kyler Murray is way above that. So Murray should have a very good game. Christian Kirk, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, all of them should be a a, a start this week. So that is it. I know it was a long episode. If you're still listening, thank you uh, for listening all the way through. I really do appreciate it. Um, This full list of all these players, as well as my advice, will be on our website, barelyathletic.com. Check that out. We really appreciate it if you do. 
uh, among other things. You know, you can check out our position rankings, our past episodes. You can listen to Thanksgiving special. That was hilarious. Hopefully you all had a good Thanksgiving as well. Uh, But that's it. Have a very, very good week 12. Good luck. We'll see you next week for the recap.